Welcome to the Heart of the Athlete. This is Reggie Etheridge welcoming you to the radio program for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, featuring what God is doing in the hearts and lives of coaches and athletes in Idaho. Now, here are your hosts. Well, hey, folks, welcome to the Heart of the Athlete, the local FCA radio show here on KBXL 94.1 FM. I'm Ken Lewis on staff with the Fellowship of Christian Athletes here in Idaho. And on Heart of the Athlete today, our guest today is Chris Gornson on staff with FCA as well. Chris, welcome to Heart of the Athlete. Thanks for bringing me back. Yeah, it's great. We want to talk some motocross and we're going to talk some camps and boy, a lot of stuff coming up, huh? Oh, absolutely. We're very, very busy season. Yeah. Lots of opportunities for kids and, uh, and coaches too, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, I know we just got back from a, a staff summit here recently. Uh, all the the FCA staff in the Pacific Northwest we gathered over in Oregon and uh, for a, a great three days just to uh, get equipped a little more and and uh, connect with our our other FCA staff across Montana, Oregon, Washington, and uh, Idaho, of course, and Alaska. So yeah. uh, it was a great time, wasn't it? Oh, absolutely! It was awesome to get connects with the people that we work with and see them in person uh right before camp starts and have some meetings and just prepare for camp a little bit more and even just deepen those personal relationships between people too yeah well i know your role here in idaho with fca is you uh of course you help out with events and and things throughout the course of the year you're you're helping with some social media things and website as well as helping out producing posters and stuff we're super grateful for that and uh but also you're involved with the motorsports and and specifically motocross and uh and you got to connect we are uh, just our staff in the northwest is actually increasing in size that uh with motocross with randy hutchins and he's mm-hmm. got a couple other people up and out there's more volunteers and that's got to be really exciting for you Absolutely. It's awesome to go see the growth there. We started two years ago in 2021, and now two years later, uh, we're already set for coaches and volunteers. It's surprising uh, seeing like so many people interested months before camp even begins, and they're already committed for coming to camp, which is awesome. That's and, great. Uh, man, in the last... A week or so, I think uh, we shot from about 36 motocross riders to over 41, 42, something yeah, like I think that. There's uh, mid 40s now. Yeah, which is great. It, it might be uh, in the mid 40s. We're talking about so, the big yeah. camp, is what we're talking right, about, right? You know? Exactly. Well, that's cool. Well, folks, we want to talk to you about just going to give you some opportunities. Maybe you got some kids out there, they're looking for a camp this summer, and uh, Maybe they've started a sport. Maybe they've been in a sport. And so we've got a lot of, lots of opportunities, don't we, Chris? Oh, for sure. <laughs> and uh, so, Chris, why don't you tell us a little bit, tell the folks a little bit about the camps coming up and uh, opportunities for their kids, grandkids, nieces and nephews, the kid down the street, maybe some kids at their church. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we actually just had our football camp in Ontario uh, with John Bates, who is uh, the Washington Commanders tight end and he's actually the cousin of ryan seals who is our uh, west treasure valley director and he has a lot of uh day camps going on still uh in the coming weeks um and those are for the youth ages so elementary through kind of sixth seventh 
grade, I think, right? Yeah, yeah, it's right around those ages. So football, sadly, is already done, but we are looking forward to doing the functional fitness camp, which is very similar to CrossFit. We can't use that name officially, but it's those type of exercises getting stronger um, using balance and things like that as well. So I think that would be a really fun camp for uh, some athletes to go participate in. Um, that one's over in Fruitland from uh, May 30th to June 1st of this year. So that one's coming up here very, very quickly. And then we have a couple camps right at the very beginning of June as well. In the first uh, week, week and a half or so. The next one would be wrestling camp, which I know Ken, uh, he's a big time wrestler. Um, you want to tell us a little bit about uh, yeah, this the is wrestling a, a camp? two day so camp. Like, it starts on a Friday, uh, late afternoon, goes Friday evening, and then all day Saturday. We have been holding this at Meridian High, and we're super grateful for Coach Murray over there, Brad, and the and the coaches hosting us over the years. But uh, we've had this camp for about ten years now, and it's a two day camp. But we're actually moving it to Nampa. It's going to be at Columbia High School. They're actually going to sleep there as well, so start a little earlier in the morning on Saturday. But this is uh, June Friday, June second, and uh, and Saturday, June third. So, and that's a youth wrestling camp. It's uh, for elementary through junior high and high school. And then uh, then we've got a couple more camps that following week, right, Chris? Yeah, uh, the fifth must be Monday, correct? I believe it mm-hmm. is. Uh, yep. So June fifth through the eighth. Uh, we have our baseball and softball camps. Last year, we introduced softball to it as well, and that was so cool to see. Uh, I believe we had 30, or uh, it was right around 30, 31 uh, softball players at camp, and then the baseball camp uh, was over 50 uh, players, which was super cool. And the last couple of years, uh, I've been able to play a role with the photography and some of the video stuff as well for that camp and it's always fun seeing the energy of those kids and for them to just play ball yeah i love watching them so that's always been uh, so much fun and then uh i know ryan's got um a couple more camps that exact week as well which are tuesday wednesday and thursday june 6th 7th and 8th and there's a tennis camp in Fruitland and a golf camp in Payette. I think one's in the morning, right? And one's in the afternoon. Right, yeah. So they are the same days. They're just at different times. So there's actually some players uh, that are doing uh, both camps, both the tennis and the golf camp uh, across the same days um, and going from one camp uh, to the other later that evening. So Yeah, lots of opportunities for youth. They're excited about that. And then uh, two more camps, um, actually three, but uh, folks, by the way, we're sitting there rattling all these off, and I don't know if you're copying these down, uh, but you can go to (laughs) fcaidaho.org and get more information there, and then there's contact info if you want to ask any questions. But the following week, June 13th, 14th, and 15th in Fruitland, we have an archery camp. And so, you know, our our theme and our mission, our theme last year was every, right, Chris? Mm -hmm. And our mission is to reach every athlete and every coach. So as we look at archery, that's another sport, another activity that uh, they compete in. You know, mm-hmm. people hunt, they people do it for fun, but they also have great competitions. So we have a youth archery camp, June 13th, 14th, and 15th over in Fruitland. And then, of course, the end of the month, the last week of June, June 26th through the 30th, we have the Northwest SA Sport Camp. I think we have 19 or 20 sports at that camp. And 
um, boy, there's only about a hundred spots left in that camp. So we've uh, had a lot of registrations here in the last week. And uh, I think we can only take about 440 athletes somewhere in that neighborhood. So, yeah. So fcaidaho.org folks. And then we, we do have a potentially a basketball camp, a youth basketball camp that's going to happen over in the West Treasure Valley, Fruitland. Oh, very cool. Ontario area in July sometime. So we're working on the details of that right now. So, Yeah, that one's new to me, actually. I haven't yeah. heard that we're uh, progressing into so basketball ex- yet. So yeah, that's exciting. exciting. Yeah, it is. Lots of opportunities and, um, and across the valley, too. And uh, so we're, we're blessed with these, these different churches and schools partnering with us. And so you can get more information at fcaidaho.org, folks. And uh, I know camp was big in your life, Chris. You, uh, you came to FCA camp as a, you were a football. I know you, you've, done, you've done motocross for a long time, and, <laughs> yeah. but you were at camp for, as a football player. You right. played football yeah. at, over at Coal Valley exactly, back in the day. Yeah. And, uh, but uh, FCA camp was instrumental in your life too, right? Yeah, for sure. It was, for me, the very first time I ever felt the Holy Spirit was actually at this sports camp. Uh, we were in the middle of worship and just realizing as they were playing, Oh, How He Loves Us. Uh, by the David Crowder band, I was getting to really listen to the lyrics, and I was, uh, for the first time, really understanding what God was saying there, and that He truly loves us, and man, I broke down. It was one of the coolest things, just to really feel that love from our Heavenly Father, and understand that for the first time. Yeah, so it was a pivotal moment uh, in my relationship with Jesus, and yeah, I remember that so clearly, being in the auditorium with about 350, maybe close to 400 athletes mm-hmm. at the time, and it was one of the coolest experiences for sure. Mm, amen. Well, and your dad, your dad helps out too. I know he's helped out with tennis, yeah. and now he's been helping out with motocross. And yeah. we're grateful for the partnership with uh, Craig Shoemaker and the, the folks over there with with that he brings in. So it's been good. Absolutely. Well, hey, we want to change gears a little bit here, Chris. Um, I got to attend a huddle with you, a motocross of some motocross kids. And I know that you were, I believe it was Wednesday nights. You've been doing the spring, right? And uh, you guys had, uh, you were at the track. Mm-hmm. And uh, after the track and the particular huddle, motocross huddle I got to go to was there was a dad that brought in some pizzas that day. And mm-hmm. so I Got, we all got to grab some pizza and sit around. <laughs> this is after you guys have been riding for what hour, hour and a half, or something. Probably longer than that at that time. <laughs> and yeah. then there was there was about I think about eight kids that that huddled up in a circle, eating pizza, finishing that up, and then you guys were diving into Joshua mm-hmm. chapter one. Yeah, and uh, that was such a great discussion that you facilitated that day and mm-hmm. trying to get those kids involved with that and processing what God was saying through there. And, and, and that's really at the heart at your heart, right. To continue mm-hmm. that and try to, to continue to go deeper with those, those right. kids that love motocross and uh, you're trying to get them to love and worship Jesus. Right. Absolutely. And like for kids, uh, we all love our sport. Right. So it's very easy to, kind of make that an idol and uh, for these kids in particular like 
over the course of this past year that I've been leading the Simone Cross Huddle, I've been getting to see them at least in a way like start to be less about their sport and get more into diving into the Bible and wanting that relationship with Jesus, which is so awesome to see. And as we have these huddles, I make it as much as possible to have it be a group discussion instead of me preaching at them or anything. I don't want that. I want them to be asking questions, to be talking, to give answers to other people as well in that huddle and uh, for myself to learn from them too. And it's been super great uh, getting to experience that with them. So I, I love it. I love those kids. Like they have the best hearts. Um, they're passionate. They're funny. They're just great kids overall. And again, to see them dive deeper into the Bible, it's been really great. One of the cool things just a couple of weeks ago, uh, I was at the Loretta Lynn's area qualifier at Skyline. That's right. You set up a SCA kind of table and booth. You're giving yeah. out SCA water bottles and right, yeah. talking to people about SCA motocross. Yeah. And uh, uh, as I was promoting camp, uh, I ran into a family uh, that their son was a camper both years uh, in 2021 and 2022 from Motocross. And he's excited about coming back. And before I even got to see him, the parents were like, you know what? Our son, he's wearing the same T-shirt you're wearing uh, that says FCMO Cross on the front <laughs> and the back and Fly Racing, who uh, thankfully uh, is allowing us to use their track to do our sports sessions at. And uh, the next thing that they mentioned is that our son, he's been diving into the Bible on his own, even when he hasn't been a part of the huddle, is just because of their location. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're a little bit too far away and everything, but... He's been diving into the Bible on his own, and he's 17 years old. So for me to get hear that, that's yeah. so cool that he's maturing enough where he's actually wanting it himself instead of coming to a huddle and where it's kind of brought on to him, but he's mm-hmm. choosing it even yeah. when he's kind of isolated right. at this time. So. Yeah, he's getting fed. Yeah. He's getting that daily bread. Exactly. That manna. <laughs> The manner from the Lord. Well, that's exciting stuff, Chris, and we we want to to see more of that. I think you know we can we can hand somebody a fish, but if we can go teach them to fish, then they can fish the rest of their life, and that's the same thing we're talking mm-hmm. about here. Is teaching them. We can force them into hearing, a, you know, something out of read out of the Bible. But man, if we can teach young people to hear from the Word, you know, hear from the Lord. And, and to go to the Word of God, and they do it on their own, boy, that's exciting. Well, hey, I know that we want to talk a little bit about, in the remaining time today, about our theme this year. It's actually starting in, in January, and our theme this year is? Greater. Yeah, greater. And it comes from the verse, uh, the key verse for, for greater is John 3.30, which is, uh, he must increase and I must decrease. Mm-hmm. And uh so, you know, as we think about it as competitors, we're always dreaming of something greater. Uh, you know, competitors, we like to train, you know, tirelessly, you know, some of us do, to reach our potential, seeking approval from all kinds of people, right? Fans, coaches, teammates. And oftentimes there's a promise of a trophy or praise that pushes us to, you know, to succeed. And oftentimes our identity becomes about our performance, how well we play, Right and not really who we are. 
and the pressure to succeed fuels that that whole identity and that purpose you know to compete every day and uh but what happens when it's all over right what happens when the season ends what happens when we don't perform well mm-hmm. right many people you know you know you ask hey how's it going and they're they're great if they're on top if everything's going great and they're if they're horrible if they didn't do well right mm-hmm. in the, in a race and we shouldn't let those things shouldn't let the scoreboard or the performance you know dictate how we right. how we feel so but in Christ which is really cool I mean you know you know Jesus says something different about this and in Christ we have a greater potential I think that's where you know we're going with this here we want to go through this theme and we have greater potential than what's on the scoreboard, like we talked about, you know, through his sacrifice on the cross, right? He gives us the promise of new life and everlasting life. Uh, we get an opportunity to surrender our lives to Jesus. Uh, we give up the old life, the old expectations to gain a new identity in Christ. And that's really what we're, you know, is having our identity found in him and a new identity. So that that pressure, so if, if that, those other things happen, then that pressure evaporates and our performance is transformed and we no longer compete for something greater but for someone greater right mm-hmm. it's not just a championship or a trophy but we're competing for christ and uh so we play with a new purpose he becomes greater in our lives and we must become less and i love this this was uh i'm gonna i'm gonna have you read this chris this it's, it's really cool and it's it's part of our Part of our greater theme, and then we're gonna we're gonna dive in, folks, uh, a little bit of our greater theme and some scripture. So, all right. So it says, "Once upon a time, I found my identity in sports and how I performed, and every day I felt the pressure to win was greater than I could handle. Until one day, I realized my purpose is found in Christ, and now I play and compete for someone greater." Amen. Amen. So as we look at this, and, and folks, th- this is the cool thing is that if your kid gets to go to one of these FCA camps that we're talking about, they're going to get to dive in in some small group huddles led by college athletes, led by coaches that are going to dive into these different concepts within this greater theme and the scripture that are behind it. So the first one, so like, uh, is greater potential, right, Chris? And if you want to read the first scripture there, it's John eight twelve. So it says, Then Jesus spoke to them again, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light light of life. Hmm. Uh, that's really, you know, the, the greater potential. It talks, you know, that deals with the, that we have greater potential in life other than just the scoreboard or identity in sports. There's another passage there talking about a, a a greater or better way, right? Mm-hmm. Out of Absolutely. What what passage is that? So we have uh, John fourteen six, where Jesus said to him, "I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me." Hmm. That's so good. Any thoughts, Chris, on the on this greater potential? This first part of uh, as we're breaking down the greater theme, and like. Looking at what Jesus just said there, like, there's no way except uh, to the Father except through Jesus. And, I mean, our potential is all in him. Like, it's an all-in bet that it's Jesus or nothing, right? Mm-hmm. Amen. 
Well, moving on, then the next part of this greater theme is greater promise. And the first verse that we want to take a, take a look at, many of us know this, right? John 3, 16. And uh, uh, I'm going to read, actually, I'm going to read a, a, a verse or two before that and after that. But um, this is this is how much God loved the world. He gave his son, his, own, his one and only son. And that is why, uh, so that no one would be destroyed. Uh, no one would perish by believing in him. Anyone can have a whole and, and everlasting life. And and this particular translation says, God didn't go to all the trouble of sending his son merely to point to an accusing finger, telling the world how bad it was. He came to help put the world right again. Anyone who trusts in him is acquitted. Anyone who refuses to trust him has long since been under the death sentence without knowing it. So, you know, the sacrifice that God gave us, you know, in his son. And then this, this greater promise of uh, uh, salvation, right? And then, and really that new identity. And also John fifteen nine. I'm going to read that one. I've loved you the way my father has loved you, Jesus said. Make yourselves at home in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain intimately at home in my love. That's what I've done. Kept my father's commands and made myself at home in his love. You know, that promise of new life. And I, I, lo- I love the fact that SCA camps, we, you know, we try to present the gospel early on in the camp so they get an opportunity to, to process, you know, kids do. And if they want to make that decision and they have an opportunity to talk to coaches and talk to their huddle leaders throughout the course of the camp. And mm-hmm. so I'm excited. I'm excited about what's coming up with camps. But hey, so our, our next section here, Chris, is greater performance as we start, as we continue to break down this theme. So in John three fifteen, it says that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. And with the greater performance, that just shows us like how perfect Jesus's performance was with this, that he did life exactly perfect. Mm-hmm. There was no mistakes in what he did. And that I think the coolest thing is because our Lord our Savior, Jesus Christ, did it perfectly, that we don't have to. We actually physically cannot make it happen. That we can't perform, we can't live up to that same expectation. But by grace, we are saved through Jesus Christ, which is the best thing ever. Mm -hmm. Amen. Yeah, I love that. I love that. And like you said, it's impossible for us to be perfect. And so we've got to, you know, it's it's great that God has provided a, a way. So we've got you got one other verse there and then we'll wrap this up here today perfect so in john six thirty five, it says and jesus said to them i am the bread of life he who comes to me shall never hunger and he who believes in me shall never thirst yeah that's uh man so good well as we wrap up we just have about a minute here but our last part of that of this greater as we're unpacking this is greater purpose that we get an opportunity to play for someone greater in john 17 8 uh, i'll actually start in verse 7 it says now they know that everything you do has give everything you have given me is from you because i have given you them the words you gave me they have received them and have known for certain that i came from from you they have believed that you sent me. So as Jesus is pointing back to how he is following God's purposes, you know, the our heavenly coach that is, and Jesus was following what God 
uh, had designed for him. So we would do the same thing. We would play for someone greater than ourselves and not like it's like we said earlier, not for our teammates or coach or fans or mom or dad or girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever. So, well, I'm excited. I'm excited. I know you're going to get an opportunity to break down this theme with some athletes. Uh, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah. Well, Chris, time has gone by fast, and uh, it's been fun to have you here on Heart of the Athlete. And uh, I know we're praying for some great opportunities to, at camps this summer. And, you know, folks, if you're interested in getting your kids involved in FCA camps, you can go to fcaidaho.org and get more info. So, Well, Chris, thanks for being on the Heart of the Athlete today. Thank you. Thanks for listening today. If you are interested in getting involved with FCA or would like to donate to the FCA ministry, you can contact us through the FCA Idaho website at fcaidaho.org. Join us next week for the Heart of the Athlete, a production of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes in Idaho and KBXL, The Voice.